Hey guys, what is up? This is Zach, back with Miss Play Mondays. It has been a while. Uh, getting ready for SCG Pittsburgh this coming weekend. Super excited. As always, JT and Travis are here with me. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. So, it's been three weeks since we've last put out an episode. We yes. are in the throes of my birthday being this month, JT moving down and finishing out his master degree something yeah his, his black belt um and travis doing the dad thing so let's hear from them travis what's going on in your life um not too much uh little man's doing very well uh started up softball first game broke my finger so we got that going for us um uh, but other than that uh it's good times and very excited about SCG Pittsburgh. You broke your magic shuffling fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Because that's why magic's awesome. Because you can actually have... Uh, you can bring someone... I don't know if you guys knew this, but if you are... It's actually in the rules that if you are... If you have a disability that causes you to not be able to hold your cards or shuffle your deck you can actually um have a person there with you that does all that for you however they can't help you you make all the decisions which is really really cool i played yeah. against it like that at gp pittsburgh years ago the first one we ever went to together oh cool mm -hmm. dana the elves girl um she was one, like the youngest person to make day two in a magic event uh needed her dad to help her shuffle her cards because she was nine. That's awesome. That's adorable. Yeah, she was a competitor. <laughs> yeah. So, JT, what's going on with you? Oh, God, so many things. Uh, I am in a technical position, and it is a scary thing because the there is there is no one to teach me the technical stuff. There's a, there's a guy that I work with who has been doing the analysis like um, doing the analysis that I'm doing, but he does he self-taught, so he's just good doing going through the motions to get the stuff out, and I'm just like, but why are you doing that? Okay, but why are you doing that? Okay, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And then a lot of the times he's like, yeah, none of this makes any fucking sense. But uh, yeah, so I am in the process of learning new things. Um, and I'm very unsure of myself in a lot of aspects. But the people that I work with are great. Uh, I've met some new nerds. Um, it's, uh, it's a nice environment, too. Uh, I, apparently, <laughs> I was trying to, uh, trying to get some additional time off for the event this weekend. And I was talking to my coworker, and he's like, yeah, just, you know, come in early a couple days and then leave early on, on Friday. I'm like, can I do that? He's like, yeah, just, I don't give a shit. Just do it. I'm like, but, but he's like, dude, you have PTSD from your last job. <laughs> uh, so yeah, life in Cincinnati. Oh my God. The beer, the beer guys. I need to take you to like eight dozen breweries. Third eye mm -hmm. brewing is awesome. Uh, the standard in, in Covington, Kentucky was a cool little like uh dive bar with 
but not like a dive. Like it's small like a dive bar, but like eight bajillion types of party games. Like you got you got like uh like a grass area out front where you can do all the sweet yard games and then you got a pool table and it's all fucking open air. It was gorgeous. Uh and then Mad Tree Brewing, which is where I went to for uh Commander, um on the second Tuesday of every month is just a massive brewery complex with like two restaurants, two two different restaurants in it, and like a huge event space. I, th- this city's got some really interesting things going on for it, but but uh, I miss the people that I've been spending time with, so that's that's where I'm at. Right. Yeah, but it but it has the Bengals, and they're good. <laughs> Better than I the Steelers. <laughs> Burrow's um, my man. It also has the Reds, which are at least as bad as the Pirates right now. <laughs> Last time I checked, they were on a 10-game losing streak, and oh. there were only 12 games that had been played in the season. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so you definitely right. feel at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as far as my uh, life updates, I'm excited for SCG as well, and the Monday right after the con is over, at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'll be getting on a plane to go to Mexico for a week. I plan that this couldn't have been planned for me any better. I get a like nine day vacation. Nice. Sweet. All right. So let's jump into it. SCG Pittsburgh this weekend. So yeah. excited. Let's yeah, start we're off. Just gonna, we're just going to skip over everything that's happened in the last three weeks. Just, just saying we're not covering that. <laughs> no, no. It's been a lot. Go check the internet. Yeah. Reddit <laughs> will tell you. All right. The main event is a team-limited 20k for the release of New Capenna. If you got two friends and you love the limited format or don't have a deck for Legacy, Modern, Pioneer, Standard, whatever other challenge side event you wanted to do, this is a great way to get into competitive play. I really wish we were doing this event. Um, I understand why we're not doing it, but I wish we were. Because I think it would be a lot of fun, I, and I, and it is a lot of fun. Um, uh, you guys, we haven't introduced you guys to a few of our friends, um, Jim and uh, Rumsky. Um, they're going to be doing some some guest episodes, hopefully, if they if they're okay with that in the future. But um, they're also very avid Magic players, and um, we detoed. Uh, a team sealed GP. I think it was in DC. Um, it's it was it was a while ago, um, and it is. It's a lot of fun. It's very enjoyable. Um, you know, you get to hang out with your friends all day. You get to help each other, talk to each other. Um, but it, we really want to play Legacy. <laughs> Travis really wants to play Legacy. I really want to play Legacy. So, I gotta say, I, I mean, I'm down for some legacy. The problem is that those leg- the main event legacy events are absolute trash. I know yes. we're going out of order here, but this needs to be discussed. Yeah, I am which is, so disappointed. Yeah, which is why I was um, telling you guys about the Challenger Pass that they have now, where for $150. Have they really? Yes. I, I remember the one... I See... I remember the ones where you could spend like a hundred and some dollars and you get the tickets. And if you did that, you got like an extra ticket or something to use. No, but I never, was... I never saw an unlimited one. No, they were unlimited. Uh, you got into the modern main event at SCG Baltimore 
and day two'd it, where I picked up the uh the unlimited challenge pass and jammed oh, okay. legacy all jammed legacy and a couple of modern events all weekend. The problem is that there if you don't have decks in multiple formats, it's kind of hard to get like good value out of it because they schedule the events with just an, with like just enough time for you to hope that you're going to get from one to the next in the same format. Uh, but you never do. Which, which is understandable, but since we're going up Friday, um, they have, I believe I'll have to double check, but I think they have two to three legacy events a day. That's correct. So even if I just play two of the challenger events a day, I'm getting my money's back. My money's back. I'm getting my money back. And you get a cool play mat. So you get your choice of play mat. You can get a true or whatever. It says choose your own play mat available. And I just want to jam the hell out of some legacy. Yes. So, So back to the main event. This is a wide open sealed format because this wasn't released on Arena. It's not getting yeah. re- released on Arena until this week. Yep. So people aren't going to have as much time to repair and really get a good look at the cards and have an understanding. So I wouldn't be surprised if some people just kind of like open up really good and just make a t- run through it because they have uh, good cards. Well, that's one of the things that's nice about a 12-pack sealed event mm-hmm. uh, for that you have to make three decks out of. Um, that requires skill. You can't yeah. just lux. I mean, you can lux sack your way into good pulls, but to make three good decks out of it, yeah, that's a little harder, and it's also more homogenized than like a six pack sealed. Yeah, which you have, you have to hope for two out of three. Your decks are really good, and just and I disagree. Time. Well, that's that's exactly how we did it when we played, okay. um, and we day two'd. We we built two very solid archetypes. And then we had one deck where it was, all right, whatever's left over, we got to do the best that we can. <laughs> and it's it's much better to have two good decks and one deck lacking than three mediocre decks. Okay. It's 120 bucks, so, I mean, if is you... It, is it only 120 I thought it was... I, have it up I thought it was right, more than that. I have it up right here. Okay. Oh, sorry. It's 250 Never mind. I'm I thought it was... I can't yeah. read... I can't read 250 per team. I mean, 12. Yeah. That's, mm, that's a lot. It's, it's, you're paying for the option for the product for the next day, essentially. And also the prize payout, but yeah, it's expensive. It is. So 250, if that's your jam, do it. If it's not do the other stuff, that's great. Honestly, your better option is if you can get there on Friday, try the uh, team sealed 20 K trial, which, yes. Uh, it's you basically get it's the same you know pack support so 12 packs uh but it's only 105 dollars per team and you get like prize wall tickets for winning yeah uh, and if you win or rather if you go 5-0 you get uh, a round one buy and usually yes. what that means is that um whenever you go to if you go four and oh and you don't plan on playing in the next event you just offer uh <laughs> you offer the buy and uh, people will, when you go to split prizes, they will give you either more prize tickets, so they'll give you the three thousand, and you take the fifteen hundred. Or sometimes you can even convince them to give you 
uh, all of their prize tickets in exchange for the buy. You can say, I'll take 4,500 tickets and you get a buy. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's actually a really, really good that's a really good spot to do a little sidebar. When yeah. doing this, please make sure to talk to a judge mm-hmm. and make sure that it's okay. Because well, under understanding how to do it is important. Exactly. Because you are not allowed to try to like coerce somebody into giving you a buy. So if you say, hey, I'll give you all of the prizes if you just give me a buy, technically that could be considered cheating. That's not even just, that's just, that's offer, that's bribery is what that yeah. is. Oh yeah, uh, bribery. Yes. And so so... They, they do not take that lightly and you will literally, I mean, there's a possibility you could get kicked out of the entire tournament for that. Like there, the entire event. What did we learn, JT? That it was better to say it like I'd like to discuss yeah. a redistribution of prizes. Yes. yes. So let me go through with it because I've done this. I mean, I've done it plenty of times. Yeah, go it's, for it. You the diff the important thing is that you need to establish two separate events. You need to establish a discussion on are you interested in splitting prize in, in a in a redistribution of prizes or interested in splitting the prizes? Uh if they answer yes, then you can discuss how that might be one person gets the buy, one person gets the, and then you can go on to say, would you be interested in conceding to me in order? Once you have one or the other. um, So either the other other being, will you, are you interested in conceding to me? Um, Or are you willing to have me concede to you? You just can't say, will you concede to me in exchange for prizes? So there yes. needs to be that you cannot do the two things in the same sentence. Essentially, you need to establish one thing and then the other, and the judges are more than willing to help you understand that. So yes, that's which why is, we recommend calling them over because yeah. they don't want to kick you out. Yes, because literally all you have to say is, "Hey, I don't want to have any type of bribery going on, but we were talking mm-hmm. about you know redistributing prizes. What is the best way that we can talk about that without it being an issue?" Uh, and so, not once have I ever heard a judge say, well, you got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's way easier. They don't have to do any paperwork if they don't have to kick you out. <laughs> they, exactly. also don't have to, they also don't have to judge your match. Another win for the judge. Yeah. <laughs> they can go sit down and grab a bite to eat. Um, another thing that's interesting is they've been doing this thing um, where, at least SCG events, is that if you win your first two matches of, or your or your first, yeah, your first two matches of a three-round event, you can auto-buy. Yeah, sorry, auto, uh, um, not buy, you can auto-split. You don't need to go to your opponent that round. You just go up to the judges' table after round two and say, I would like to split. And they will give you the, uh, the seven-match-point seven prize. Uh, so, and we were talking about this uh, where... It's difficult to get from one match to another, uh, one challenge to another, and this can really help you get from one to the next one. Uh, you and I did that when we played. Yes, we did. Yes, we did, and we opened some fun packs of uh, um, what should we call it? Kamigawa. It was yes. a good set. Yes. All right. Next topic of SCG Pittsburgh, and this one I have a little bit of insight to because this goes with my work. Be mindful this weekend. It's Pittsburgh Marathon weekend. It hasn't happened in two years, and they're expecting 
30,000 plus participants, and that's not including the people coming to cheer them on. Pittsburgh is going to be a zoo. Yep. The race is on Sunday at 7 a.m. There are events on Saturday as well. There I are. Can, the can confirm. Yeah. Yeah, the 5K won't see as many people, but between the Magic crowd and the Marathon crowd, it's going to be a disaster. On the, Sunday. The finish line on Sunday is like... The event center. <laughs> uh, just about at the event center. Uh, so just be really mindful of that. Watch for closures. Be prepared to be rerouted. So if you're going from your hotel, leave early. They're closing roads starting Friday. So wherever you figure out what route works best from the oh. event center to your hotel. And just don't don't wait last minute to get a hotel. And don't wait last minute to find parking. Be willing to pay a little bit extra in parking to make sure you're getting a good spot or you're going to be walking from the event center to a parking lot a mile and a half away. Keeping on theme with shoes, um, wear good ones. You're going to be on your feet a lot. Yeah, go to shopgbm.com. I'll send them out to you tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah. Use use promo code MISSPLAY10 for $10 off. Speaking of things to wear, deodorant is another one. It's a a good one. Yes. I know we all. I know we all have times in our life when we don't have a lot of money, but please don't be, please don't neglect this one. Yes. And sometimes the judges' table will have free deodorant. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yes. Uh, I forgot forgot that was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Scrap bandit. Yeah. That was kind of funny though. Yeah. Um. (laughs) The plug, I recently invested in Duke Cannon deodorant. Okay. It's a it's a uh, American-made support the troops brand, and it smells really good, and it lasts for freaking ever. The stick is gigantic. It's like over... It's, it's, it's the most American thing. The stick is j- just most huge. American. Yeah, it's very over the top, but it, it smells good, and it doesn't have any of those, like, aluminum in it it's all made from it's made from all natural stuff so you know spend spend it was ten dollars for deodorant but i it's been very worth it see i'm an old spice man oh speaking speaking of deodorant and such i have to tell you zach that that body glide has saved my life this month yes (laughs) just just let Uh, me know you need more oh god so i work um i'm working in a steel mill currently and I work on the furnace. I'm a furnace operator. And so we're right next to the, you know, right next to the action. So there's times where I'm literally drenched in sweat from head to toe. And people ask me if it's raining outside because I'm that wet. (laughs) And um, uh, chafe's a real thing. And Zach uh, lent me some body glide, which marathon runners use and runners use and stuff like that. And I was like, I'll give it a shot. Oh my God. It's incredible. It's like, it's like God has come down and massaged my thighs with, with lavender oil. It's wonderful. Moving on, (laughs) moving on from that, from that image. If you Um, want more of the story, please subscribe to our OnlyFans. Oh yeah. All right. Next is when shopping, (laughs) look for deals. Don't take, this is like buying a car. Don't, don't take the first thing you see. Look around. It's okay to say no to a vendor. Even yes. if you have them, go through your collection and go, okay, we're going to give you $500 for all of this. If you're not comfortable with that price, scoop it up, 
go to the next Walk one. Away. Somebody mm-hmm. could give you five hundred and five dollars, and that might be better. Or five hundred and fifty, or seven hundred. Honestly, shop around. But uh, what was there? That's something I want to say about that because it was oh, it's in a, the it's similar a vein. Thing. It is, but in a similar vein to car shopping, do some research beforehand. Um, know what you want to know what your cards are worth, um, because that has saved me a lot of money by just knowing approximately what I think my cards are worth. And when a vendor lowballs you, because they already have a lot of that card, but they still need more. Um, when a vendor lowballs you, you can just say, no, I think I can get a better deal elsewhere. Just know your own value, do some research beforehand, you'll make more money. Or you'll save more money on if you're trying to buy something. Yes. And when yeah, you- I'm oh, sorry, Travis, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm currently in the process of uh, using my TCG player app and going through all of my cards. Mm-hmm. Not all of my cards, I'm sorry. All of my rares, anything over like three or four bucks, just so I ha- kind of get a um, because uh, the prices are just so much now, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but just so I can get kind of like a, a ballpark number of what I know everything's worth, so that when I do go, I don't get ripped off. Which is uh, the TCG player app's awesome. And you can literally just have your phone out with you, and they're like, Oh, this emerald, I'll give you $15 for you. Eh, it's like a $50 card right now, $40 card, so now I'm good. <laughs> you mean yeah. like, like your foil Ashnaut's altar we found? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, apparently yes. uh, foil Ashnaut's altar is like 42 bucks. Well, the regular one's like 15 or 20 Yeah, yeah I think it's like, I got mine for 8 a couple and, weeks ago. And take a friend with eight? you when you go to vendor shopping. Yeah. So when you go shopping, take a friend, because JT and I have made so much money being like, the vendor's giving us good prices on these. That vendor's doing it for $40 cash. Have a friend run and get you $40 cash. Yep. And most of the times, the other vendors will be happier telling them that and take their stock to that vendor to get $40 cash. Oh, uh, that's another good point. Um, so there are different types of vendors there. There are the vendors that only deal in cash and don't, like... So... Uh, this is two thoughts in one. Starting with the first thought. Um, always check out the buy board day one, first thing. Because that, whenever any, if it's anything that's written in, um, in dry erase marker is going to be a fucking deal. Uh, and oftentimes, many stores are looking for them. And you just look at the boards, compare the, the top dollars for each of them, and they will be different. And one place is going to buy it for more. Uh, usually you're not going to beat one of those boards. If you, if you have a card on one of those boards, it's going to be a good deal. Um, yeah, but like, there's also the different types of vendors. You've got the guys that will buy everything. And then you've got the guys that will buy only what they're looking for. And then you've got people that will give you a, an increase to the, to the trade-in value if you're if you don't want cash and then you've got the people that only do straight value mm-hmm. and go to the place that you think like man it's you you might just need to take a notepad and pen and write down okay cuz I, I I actually did this I went around I'm looking to buy a dual land right so I'm going to go around I'm going to see all the different dual lands I'm going to take a look at the different conditions write down the the condition that I found the card in and the store and some notes about it, like, okay, they're taking in trade 
They're not giving me a bump for trade-in value. Okay, but this place is giving me a 30% bump on the cards that I'm trading in, but their dual land is $70 more. Well, turns out <laughs> that's still a better deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to get the best deal, bring a notepad, a pen, take some notes, do, some, do a little bit of simple mm-hmm. math. Find your team, I will help you. Yeah, I actually really like that. It's one of my favorite things to do. I, if you want, if you want help, just track down a misplay guy, and they'll direct you straight to me and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and I also found it um, very uh, beneficial if you do go to those vendors first with the uh, dry erase marker boards. So I'll always, I'll always go around and I'll sell like the bigger stuff. Um, I always try to. <clears throat> So I like doing trade-in value because you guys will see if this is your first SCG or GP or anything like that. Uh, sometimes trade-in value is incredible. Like there were, I, I've seen up to like 80% trade-in credit. Yep. And it, it's, it's, it's a great, I mean, it's great, especially if you're looking for certain cards. So I always try to go around and see what I, what I like first. But if I'm selling something big, always hit up those marker boards first and then go to the, one of the vendors that Zach was talking about where they'll just take everything. Or Zach or JT was talking about where they're just like, yeah, we'll take it all. Let's go. And don't don't sleep on the heavily played section in SCGCon. Yeah. If, you're playing, if you're buying for Commander, that should be your bread and butter. Just yeah. go to the heavily played, the damaged, <laughs> because mm-hmm. oftentimes they're barely damaged or the, barely those heavily one, played. Those I got Merchant Scrolls we bought? Oh, yeah. I got a heavily played slash damaged Wheel of Fortune for $40 back when they were probably around like, what, 70? Yeah, 70 or 80. Um, I sold it to a vendor. He graded it at light play. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) And and he's a, he was a very good vendor. (laughs) Sounds like those dual lands that I picked up too. Where yeah. like, oh hey look there's a little nick on the back but the front is immaculate <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so speaking of vendors and selling and buying don't be that person and i said this when we came back from yeah. SCG philadelphia don't stick your backpack in there and cut somebody off and be rude i understand you have places to be but your lack of planning isn't my problem yep. if, you, if you didn't get here early enough to do your shopping so you can finish your legacy or pioneer deck that's not my problem. Don't be a dick. Yeah. No. Not wrong. Not wrong. No, that's the that's my biggest pet peeve with these kind of conventions is I'll be standing there looking and six people will be like standing over my shoulder. Like, if I'm looking, you can wait. <laughs> I'll starfish out too. <laughs> uh, Travis, take take point F for us here. We have we have a list. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to call a judge. Uh, for any type of slow play, any type of mistakes, it'll only help you and your opponent. Um, I, I actually do this a lot. Um, not, not a lot, like I'm not an asshole about it. But um, there are certain times where like, I'll make a mistake. Like, uh, I'll make a mistake and I'll be like, I don't know what to do here because we have to change game state. And he's like, well, you can just take it back. And I was like, well, before we do that, I don't want any any problems so let's call a judge and see what we're supposed to do and sometimes i get a game warning i think it's called now a game warning 
you get a like, warning. I'll get a warning, and it's it, all they do is write on the back of slip warning. You know, it's not a big deal. Uh -huh. um, the only reason they do that is because if you do it multiple times in a row, then you can get a game loss because then it's like you're doing it on purpose. But yeah. it'll save you in the long run because if eh, there could be a huge clusterfuck in the end, like let's say you beat your opponent and he's like, well, this wouldn't have happened if this, I'm calling a judge now. And probably the judge is going to say, you know, piss off because you didn't call me earlier, but it, it'll still save a, a hassle. Yeah. And that will really depend. So most of the events here are going to be at competitive REL. Uh, not competitive. Uh, yeah. Competitive. Yes. Not professional, but competitive, uh, which means there's not very much room for takesy backsies. Uh, mm -hmm. that being said, uh, judges are typically not very punishing. Getting a judge called on you is typically not very punishing. No, not at all. Uh, and, and that's good. Um, they will you like, well, I think the big point about this, this topic here is the slow play one. So unlike unsanctioned events or pre-releases, um, Speed of play is important, and you need to be able to play fast enough. Um, that doesn't mean to say that you have to play quickly, but you do have to make decisions and change the game in a meaningful way um, at an appropriate pace. And that's the kind of the ticket is what's an appropriate pace. And if you think your opponent is going too slowly, you should call the judge. And it's not... It, if they're playing that slowly, they probably have had a judge called on them before, and they will not be offended. Um, so, just... If you don't think you're going to finish your round in time without someone prodding your opponent, it's a good idea to call the judge. Oh, yeah. Control mirrors. Yeah. Well, it'll only make you a better Magic player, too. Like having that person come over and give you an understanding of why this is a rule or why you should be doing this is only going to help you become a better magic player. And if you were worried about giving away information about your play, you can, you're allowed to step away from the table with the judge and things like that. So yes, I think my right. favorite judge call was whenever my opponent and I had the same sleeves and it was the first, the first game of our match and we gave each other, each other's decks to cut, uh, and then we stopped paying attention and we put them like in the middle of the table and we couldn't remember if we had whose deck was whose. <laughs> oh, that's actually, that's pretty funny, actually. Uh, yeah, so we had to call the judge over and uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, so can you tell me if the bottom card of this deck belong, of this deck belongs in, um, <laughs> belongs in, in, in a deck and you pull up a picture, it's like, is it a deck that belongs in this? <laughs> Because you can't say any of the cards that are in it without giving away information. Yeah. It was it was a thing. Pretty funny. Uh, That's always why I go with the wild colored card sleeves. Meh. Oh, and uh, <clears throat> so just to kind of like piggyback off this topic a little bit, um, since we're actually talking about like play and you know paying attention and calling for judges and stuff like that, uh, one thing I did want to mention, and I apologize, guys, I didn't throw it on the. Uh, I was running a little late today, so I didn't throw it on the um, mm -hmm. the outline. But um, so one of one of my f favorite things to do that just settles my nerves, um, there especially with um, magic and big events and a lot of people, um, 
there's a lot of people that walk around with a lot of money in book bags and, you know, stuff like that. And unfortunately, there are some people out there that are assholes and they will try to steal. Um, So every time I sit down, no matter where I'm at, if that backpack isn't on my shoulders, I'll sit down like at my event or at a vendor. uh, And all I do is just put my foot right through the strap. That's all I do. You can just loop it under the chair leg too. You can do that. But yeah, I just literally, I'll set the book bag right next to me, put my leg right through the strap because, you know, who's mm-hmm. like, it, it doesn't impede your movement or anything. It's not uncomfortable. And then if somebody, you know, walks by and tries to just swipe it real quick, then you're definitely going to feel that. So um, that's that's definitely one one piece of advice that I would give to somebody. I read that online years ago mm-hmm. and I never stopped doing it to this day. Yeah. Also, another thing to help with nerves Drink lots of water. Uh, eat food regularly. And yeah. that's a good... There was something that I wanted to talk about with that. If I, see if I can remember. It was about the nerves thing. Yeah, go outside, uh, get some fresh air, too. Well, okay. So this is, this is a good question. Don't um, smoke crack. You know. No, no, no. Uh, how, do you, how do you fight off tilt? So let's say something doesn't go quite right. and you I don't. I lean into that shit. Yeah, no, I'm okay. just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, but seriously, fighting off tilt, um, so to pardon the the jargon, so if you make a bad play uh, and lose a game as a result of it, you need to shake that shit off. Um, Do you guys have any strategies for doing that? Uh, I play League of Legends regularly, so I just, I am the tilt. No, (laughs) I'm a really calm, even-killed person when it comes to games because... I come in with the understanding that I want to do well. If I do well, great. But at the end of the day, this isn't my career. This isn't my livelihood. I'm just enjoying myself and time with my friends. So that helps me not get tilted. I'm just like, oh, I screwed up there. I talk about it with JT and Travis. I go, man, I punted so hard. Oh, well. And then it's easy for me to shake off because I played. And Travis, too, he played sports at a competitive level in high school. I was, I learned, I taught myself how to do that just by understanding that at the end of the day, this isn't the end of the world. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, I see it as I see, I don't, I don't tilt very easily simply because, uh, I'm, I'm used to fucking up a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> no, but, um, like jokes aside, um, I, I honestly, I'll look at something and I'll go, wow, I really botched that. And then I go, well, I know not to do that again. <laughs> and I see it as more of like, a, man, I hope this situation comes up again so I can show people that I'm not an idiot. <laughs> so because <laughs> um, so I, I take it as more of a learning experience rather than uh, get angry and then, you know, but I will tell you and I will admit that there is one thing that tilts me and that's uh, and I don't know why. Yeah, like somebody who's like really disrespectful or like trying to be like a total asshole or, you know what I mean? And I just, that drives me absolutely insane because like you're there to have fun. And yeah, you know, some people are competitive. Some people do play, mm-hmm. you know. Well, how do you uh, deal with that though? That's um, question. I get bitter. Well, I don't want to say bitter. Um, I, I get... I get, um, so if they, let's say I go, 
I'm trying to like speed play because there's five minutes left in the round and I am flying through and I draw a card before I untap my lands or something like that. Um, and they're like, hey, uh, you, you did that out of turn. I'm like, oh, okay, my apologies. Well, your lands untap. Okay. Like I've, I've been in that situation before when I just started playing and I found out like, yeah, lands, lands untap. You can't miss your untap step. <laughs> but um, like people will do that. And, uh, so, uh, the one example was, um, we were at nice Bryce's. Guys. Yeah, not nice guys. Yeah. Uh, clubhouse yeah, cards. Clubhouse cards. And, um, <clears throat> so the one guy there, he was playing some burn deck. It was some homebrew and he was a good magic player. I'll give him that. And he knew what he was doing and he knew what he needed to do and stuff like that. But, um, what, what bothered me was I had a PZ out, Young Pyromancer, okay? And I cast a Path to Exile on his creature. And he looks at me and goes, okay, does that resolve? And I look at him and say, I, 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 I don't know, does it? And he goes, well, I'm just asking, does it resolve? And I said, well, yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. And so I said, okay. And I put the path in the, in the graveyard. And then I went to grab a token. He goes, no, no, no. And I said, well, what do you mean, no? And he goes, no, 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 you said it resolved. You missed your trigger. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay. I see what you did there. So I called a judge over. And I said, listen, the way he worded that was completely, like, he essentially was trying to... It's called angle shooting. He was trying to shooting. trick you. Okay. He was trying to trick you into saying that you missed your, basically trick you into missing a trigger. Exactly. I on missing. <clears throat> And that's so, borderline, like, that's borderline cheating. Oh, I it's know. It's not illegal. It's angle shooting. But it's not, yeah, it's not illegal. And the judge is like, well, technically he has the right to say, yes, you missed your trigger. And he very, very confidently went, well, he did miss his trigger, so I am not going to allow him to have it. So I said, okay, cool. The entire rest of the game, I went... <laughs> The game went petty. It went real petty. It went so petty. Quick. It was so much fun. I would go, he would go, all right, pass. And I go, all right, end step priority. Uh, no, no, uh, no actions. Uh, untap, upkeep, pass priority. And he go, no, I don't have anything. I said, okay, draw. Uh, first main, my priority. And I literally did that the entire rest of the match. And I gave him options to act every priority didn't say anything to him other than what I was doing and that I was passing priority and went through every single step like that. And it felt wonderful. So what we've it learned was... is that Travis does not deal well with tilt. Well, no, see, I'm, I'm okay. When <clears throat> listen, actually it was probably, I probably was the best game I played all night because I went through <laughs> every step and thought about everything. But it's it's when someone's extremely yes. disrespectful or someone's trying to cheat or someone's being a jerk. That's when it bothers me. And I don't it doesn't adjust my gameplay. It just adjusts how I act in that match. So, yeah, I'll be spiteful by going through every single step and every single priority and making sure I wasn't going to miss that trigger again. So I I have <laughs> one about shaking off tilt. Um, I was playing Mono Red Prison against Elves, and it was... So, I win game one, where he goes first in game two, and um, I, ha I sided in Bone Crusher Giant, 
And we get to a point where he has to make a desperate crater hoof, uh, crater hoof with uh, whatchamacallit to, uh, to survive. And it's going to be lethal. Um, he goes through, he's, he's like going through all of his stuff really fast. And there's another aspect to this where there's a little bit of a language barrier. Uh, so he speaks English well, but it's not his native language. Um, so he's going through the elves deck, um, combo pieces. He's untapping stuff, replaying stuff. Things are coming into play. Crater hoof comes into play and he taps all of his shit and swings. And, uh, it was all very fast. And I had a Bone Crusher Giant in my hand to kill one of his creatures with the trigger on the stack that would A, take out a an attacker, and B, shrink the size of the attack boost, which would have left me in with enough life to kill him the next turn. Um, unfortunately, when the way that things happened, everything happened fast enough that it just went through it. And I lost that second game when I could have won it, card in hand, with, you know, if I had just if I if he had slowed down a bit and I had been able if there was time for me to respond to stuff, so at the end of the game, at the end of that game, um, I said, "Hey, look, I'm not as familiar with your deck as you are. Next time you're going through this, I need you to slow down because I had a way that I could have dealt with this. Uh, I was polite about it. I was upset at myself for missing it. I was upset at him for going through it so quickly and not giving me a chance to respond." Um, but I said my piece, I said it respectfully, I moved on to the next game, and I crushed him, because Mono Red Prison can just do that uh, game, because of the way that, like, I felt slightly, I felt slighted in the second game, and I also felt mad at myself. Um, so do you feel like, so here's a question for you, though, because I, I kind of get this way. Do you feel like you were more focused that second game, then? third game or, or the third game yeah because i always awesome. anytime something like that happens like i tilt for me is a little weird because i always feel like mm -hmm. more focused rather than getting angry and upset so um and zach that's honestly, actually a good point that's probably the whole like athletic component of it and stuff like that and competitions i'll tell you this um i don't remember anything about the third game as you were tilting no, uh, mo mostly because it wasn't important. There wasn't anything of note. It was a mono. It was a mono red prison match that I won. I remember oh, okay. the second game. I remember the second game because I got tilted, uh, and my way of dealing with it is I bring up why I'm tilted to my opponent if it was their fault um, that I got there in a polite <laughs> way. Okay, I was gonna say, you son of a bitch, you tilted oh. me. <laughs> no, and, and I bring it up in a polite way because like. I know. There's a, you know, there's a component to this particular aspect of tilt. Um, the other, so the most recent time I've been tilted and I, I am ashamed at myself for this one. Um, I actually mentioned it on here uh, in one of the episodes when I was playing again, Monterey Prison. That deck has a lot of triggers and you miss them. Um, I don't get tilted over a missed trigger anymore even if it causes me to lose the match, I got tilted at the fact that the judge was talking to a person, the judge for the event sat next to us and just kept on talking next to us. And I'm mad at him for being unprofessional. And I'm mad at me for not saying anything about it at the, at the time. So that one, that one is 
one that stinks because I lost. I mean, I I was gonna lose that anyway, but I am upset at that judge for being unprofessional and just loudly talking about stuff that wasn't the game and just not. Ugh. And I'm okay. mad at myself for letting him do it. And, oh, sorry. Oh no no no! Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna transition, so if you have something oh. to say, I'll tilt. Yeah, and um. Just to give everybody a heads up, judges do walk around. They do sit down next to you. They do watch games, uh, mostly because they're, they're probably bored out of their minds. So don't feel like you're in trouble if a judge comes and sits down next to you and just starts watching your game. Just, you know, play your magic. Right. Not saying that that's what you did, JT, but no. yeah, them they talking loud. They should not loud. be talking. They should not yeah. be having their conversation next to you with somebody else. Yes. Which they should they should be doing judging things, not uh, not having an unrelated to magic conversation next to you and loudly. Correct. And that is another point. If you have friends with you, like the three of us, yeah. if you're playing a game, don't be afraid to tell your friends to go over there and try to talk. Or to be like, even if it's somebody else's friends, hey, we're in the middle of a match. It's kind of serious right now. Can you just two feet that way? That's all I need. Two feet that way. And most of the time, they'll comply because that's part of the that they they have to, you know. You <laughs> and can that's, call a judge on that as okay. well. Yeah, and that's one thing is um, it's <laughs> so we've all been friends for a very long time, so uh, we and and to be honest, um, we have very different play styles. Yeah, <laughs> and so when when JT or Zach are around me. Mostly JT, no offense. Yeah. But um, if he stands, if he's standing directly behind me, then I can kind of like hear him whispering to Zach, and then my brain goes, "Oh shit, did I do something wrong? Oh no, what happened? Should I look at the board again?" And so immediately, as if if I feel JT's presence around me or I hear him, I'm like, "Hey JT, uh, let let's chill out." And he's like, "Oh, okay." He just walks away because <laughs> I'll never forget the one time you were standing. You guys were standing on the other side of the table watching me play a game. And um, I want to say this was in Richmond. No, maybe uh, Baltimore. No, it's definitely Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Um, and I was playing. I can't even remember what I was playing. Humans. But, um, humans. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Well, it, well, here's the thing, too. So, Zach and JT were standing across from me, and technically they're not allowed to say anything. Mm. Um, and the kid activated an inventions, Inventor's Fair, I believe? Yeah. yeah and uh, He was playing, um, whatchamacallit, that one thing, ACI. ACI, ACI yeah. And he activated uh, Inventor's Fair, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I saw I saw JT lean into Zach and go and say something, and then he was like, "Well, shit, I can't say anything." And I'm sitting there going, "Uh oh, am I dead? What's going on?" And then I happened to lean over, and I saw that Inventors Fair has requirements for that activation, and I was like, "Oh, hey, bud, you can't activate that," which may seem like, "Oh, hey, they helped you out," but in my brain, I'm going, "Oh my god, we may have just been like cheated." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so did he, so. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I could get kicked out of the tournament for this. So I, was, uh, I don't like this at all. JT, go away. Yeah, so just be, be we'll give your friend space, you know. So, had you not seen magic players? So, had, did you notice that without me or not? Because I, no. I, 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 I did not remember. 
I had remembered it differently and that maybe yeah, at the time you told me that you had caught it and lied to me about it because you didn't want me to know that. Yeah, probably uh, that's probably 110 yeah, percent because yeah. I remember very specifically going. I had no idea what that card did. Yeah, Casey, I was brand new at the time. <laughs> Read the fucking cards, Travis. <clears throat> well, <laughs> don't shut up. <laughs> Anyways, before we get too deep into that kind of storytelling, yeah, that is one of my strengths, though, is I know, <laughs> yeah, I know so many cards. Oh yeah, just by rote. It's like oh, to piggy to piggyback off of the whole tilt thing. Remember, yep. the game is for fun. Mm-hmm. We're not. This isn't the pro tour. This isn't PT. But it's back. But it is back. We <laughs> went over that last time. Yes, you can win some really, really great prizes. There's a ton of money up for grabs. You can do some cool stuff and show off and ball out this weekend. But remember, some people are there just to have fun. And if you're going to be that person who ruins other people's fun, you're missing the point of what the game was intended to be. Oh, yeah. Especially I agree 110%. And there's going to be people there that this is their first time because think about all the people who came up through quarantine, like might as well pick up magic because I have nothing better to do. A lot of people's first convention experience. If you ruin it for them, I'll hunt you down. Oh yeah. And I and that's the thing. Like if, out with soap or some other thing that isn't threatening. Yes. You can, you can be a competitive player without being a dickhead. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. You it's, and it's okay to, when, if you're playing, and you're obviously, uh, I went to, what was the SCG I went to uh, without you guys? Roanoke, right? In October mm-hmm. of 2021. Yep. My friend went, he had never played before. I, I bought him sleeves because he had never had sleeves. And he played, I was like, these decks, these cards are all modern legal. Yes. He's like, I'm going to play in a modern tournament. And I went, good luck. How long did he be invested in magic? And I say uh, invested because he, because he didn't have sleeves. Yes. So not very long. There's your dad joke for the weeks, everybody. Thank you. Take care of it for Travis. Thank you. Um, Nailed it. He, I said, I, I, and I had watched one of his matches towards the end of his challenge that he did. And the guy stopped and said, hey, I see you're new. Let me show you what you can do better. And it's as if you have some time, it's okay to do that. And people will be appreciative of that down the road. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Definitely sometimes. Breathe sometimes. the breath. Yeah. Yeah, read, read the room. room. Yeah, read, read the room. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to top eight last round, crush your opponent, and then get to top eight while he bounces out, and they go, "You want me to tell you how you fucked up?" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I I had an interesting experience about this. Um, I got I got pub stomped at the uh, pre-release that I played in uh, last weekend. Now. I put together what I had. My pool was mediocre and I put together a solid deck based on the mediocre pool because I'm decent mm-hmm. at limited. And I went through my first two games and it felt my first two matches and it felt easy. And the people that I were playing with were definitely newer players or, you know, not used to competitive opponents. Um, and I get to my third round, Right. And the guy, he's also two o two o, and um, we start playing. And my deck is just fucking outclassed. This guy had bombs like you wouldn't believe. All seven of his rares were on color, and all of them were impressive. Damn! Um, it was horrifying. Um, he played well. 
he didn't play perfectly. And he actually, this is, this is where this comes in. He asked, he took a picture. He asked if I was okay, if he could ask me about this later. He took a picture of the game state, uh, took a picture of his hand and what was in play because uh, he wanted to ask me about it later. Oh, that's actually and, a really good idea. Yeah. At a, at a lower level event, that is a great idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I put up a fight, but at no point was I going to win that because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. he had seven bombs in his 40 card deck at that's, least. Oh, and he had two crazy. jewel thieves, that three mana common that is a three, three vigilance trample and makes a treasure when it comes into play. Uh... Is absolutely nuts. Um, he had the the white hideaway enchantment, by the way. Oh, my God. You don't even need the hideaway text. It's whenever a creature attacks, whenever whenever creatures you control attack, put that many 1-1 citizens into play. It's not even <laughs> non-token. So if you get to attack with two creatures one turn, then you can just attack with four the next turn and get four tokens. And you can attack with what... It, like, it is unstoppable if you can just attack with one creature repeatedly. Like, Gross. It is disgusting. That card is... He had that. He had this mythic angel that was insane that had comes to play with shield counters. And whenever you attack, you make more. He had the he had two citizen lords that pumped all of his fucking citizens, and all of his things were citizens. And then, and then he also had the angel that, when it comes into play, destroy three permanent, three non-land permanents, and make three angels. Yeah. Uh, he had that, and then he also had the green hideaway enchantment. Okay. I'm just like mm. <laughs> I put up a fight. The, yeah, there was only three rounds. He came in first. Okay. Um, yeah, nice. I, I got third, but um man. Uh the guy he played well, but uh his deck So this is the difference between a twelve pack uh, sealed event and a, a twelve pack three player sealed event and a six pack one person sealed event where the pool can severely increase your power level, whereas it's more homogenized with the, and spread out with the, the 12 packs. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, that guy was really fun to play against. He made his own custom tokens out of wood. Uh, he had, like, he drew uh, tokens for the set, and he oh, that laser, guy. Etched, laser etched them on the wood, and uh, he gave me one, and it was lovely. He, he gave me the citizen token that murdered me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That's yeah, close. No, he, He's a really nice guy. Uh, I gave definitely. away one of my uh, shark tokens I bought when I killed a guy with a shark token. Shark oh. um, all right. So what are we going to be doing at SCG, gentlemen? Oh, I don't know. oh I'm shopping. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, on Saturday, the three of us will be in Cardinal Red Misplay Monday shirt. Travis already has his. And yes. I have mine. And I JT, don't live there anymore. No, JT will have his on Saturday. On Friday night, so Saturday we're going to wear them and we'll take some pictures for the yep. Facebook page. I, as I realize, I'm the only person not on our Facebook page. Anyway. Um, <laughs> nice. So I will be shopping. I, lo- I love shopping for Magic cards. It's a guilty, ha- a guilty pleasure. Um, and I will probably be doing two to three legacy events. Same. I... I'll do it. And, okay. and, definitely, and definitely one chaos event of some variety. Either like a straight up chaos sealed or a chaos sealed or chaos draft or mystery boosters sealed or mystery boosters draft. 
so here's the thing. I do love me limited. I love me some limited. And if they're if they do bring back the chaos chaos cow 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 sorry yeah. I'm having a stroke. Um <clears throat> if they do Mr. bring Mr. back the chaos drafts or the chaos sealed, I will absolutely be doing at least two. Well, they had uh, mystery boosters the uh, mystery booster sealed the last yes. the last event. So I remember that chaos draft. Well, yeah, that's well, that's what I mean. I'm sorry, the mystery, the mystery draft. Yeah. So essentially, <clears throat> you have a pool of. I'll tell you right now. Know, like, oh, do they have it up? Eighteen hundred, uh, Travis. Um, so let's see here. Which eighteen hundred? Eighteen hundred different cards in the mystery boosters. Oh, yeah. remember when we opened those boxes of mystery boosters? Yes. That's the oh, that's what you mean by that. Yes, mystery boosters. So, Travis, uh, 1 p.m. Saturday, there is a mystery booster convention edition sealed. Convention edition, yeah. What's convention edition? The one with the playtest cards. Oh, so you can use those in sealed? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's fun. Um, Cool, yeah. Um, So, the way the chaos traps used to work is they just throw a bunch of... uh, Dude, that's a good deal for it, too. How much is it? 50 bucks for six packs of mystery booster sealed. You know how much those normally cost? $13 a piece. <clears throat> That's yeah. I'll be getting into that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to buy a ticket now. <laughs> there you go. That's not a bad idea. So other than that though, um, I am very much going to be just jamming legacy cause I miss legacy. Um, so I am thinking about doing the legacy challenger. I gotta, I gotta, or not the Legacy Challenger, but the Challenger event. Um, I am going to do some research, though, prior to that, because I'm going to make sure that I'm going to get my money's worth, because I also want to shop. Um, I'm hoping to pick up the rest of my cards for Legacy Delver. Um, I do still need a Valk. Well, according to JT, I need two Valks. Yeah, but... there's no deck in Legacy. There's no Delver deck in Legacy that is not playing See and... for... There's not there's no deck that's not playing four Valks. See, and that's 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 why I'm going in. I'm 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 playing the meta. Playing that meta. That's not what that is. Don't give that meta. (laughs) You're allowed to make budgetary concerns, but if you do that, you need to be playing Steam Fence. Well, no, um, the reason I'm I'm saying that is simply because I was thinking about either running an additional Blood Moon or going old school and bringing in some back to basics. But that kind of hurts me more than it. Neither one too. of those is neither one of those is a good option for your deck. Ooh, Blood Moon's great right now though. Because there's it's so great many green right now, but it's not great in your deck. Well, eh. Okay, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> and um you might yeah. even see us in some EDH pods if you see the three of us getting together. True. Join us. True. Yep. I also really want to pick up a City of Traders. Yeah. I, I really want one for Urza. Urza, Urza, Urza. He needs... So I'm actually, uh, speaking of EDH and Urza, uh, I think I'm going to go the Thassa's Oracle stacks. So right now I just have stacks with like a random win con. And I think it's about time to go straight. Because it's kind of like CEDH, but like without the combo. Because I'm like, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm tired of losing to you guys. Okay. Uh, so just so you're aware, Travis and Zach, if you guys are interested in doing the mystery booster sealed events, there are currently six players registered 
and a max of 50 players can be enrolled in it. So I hope you guys have fun. You know how I feel about living. Yeah, you hate it. Yep. And, and the thing is, I you just, I, I'm, you just I, buy six imagine. packs of seal of, of this and just fucking drop the event and it's still a good <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah. That's that's still no no fun because then yeah. And the thing is I hate the fact that I hate limited because I'm actually pretty good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh the uh legacy challenge is at ten thirty that day. Yeah it means you will probably make it. Or I'll just drop a... and get my tickets. Yeah there you go buddy. There you go. All right while they buy their tickets when you're in Pittsburgh, don't just go eat at McDonald's. Go There's out. A lot of nice restaurants there. There's a lot of nice restaurants. JT, what was that? When you and I went to Eternal Weekend, or maybe another time we went to the convention center together, uh, what was that place we went and had the mystery beers where they're like, here's a beer. We're not telling you what it is. Uh, uh, this was within walking distance of the convention center. Couldn't tell you. Um, but it was good. Honestly, and the food was good. Oh, wait. Actually, no. Um, one of the places that's in within walking distance, you got the Sharp Edge Bistro. At least that was there the last time I was in Pittsburgh. Yes. Like five years ago. But whenever the, it was. I've been to the Pittsburgh. I've been in that city a thousand times plus. And mm-hmm. I always find somewhere new to eat or something cool to do. So don't just, you know, obviously it's three days of magic, but have fun with your friends. Go out, have a good dinner. Spend five minutes looking for a restaurant, honestly. Restaurant mm-hmm. or a bar. Lots of craft beer in the city. Definitely mm-hmm. worth drinking. Yeah. And there's uh, speaking a whiskey drinker, go find Wiggle Whiskey on Saturday on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Not as good as <laughs> not as good as other whiskey. <laughs> oh, I love Wiggle Whiskey. Their cocktails so, are amazing. And oh, mm-hmm. Arsenal Cider. Just get that while you're there. It's amazing. Yes, that too. So speaking of which, I have made a decision for all three of us. Uh-huh. Okay. And you guys well, I mean you're you're allowed to decline, but um, I I will veto it. But I will give you the option. Okay. Bogota Chao or Texas Day Brazil? Oh, they're both not as good as the one that closed down. I know the one closed down. I'm going to veto it because I'm saving all of my calories for my vacation. Well, I am not vetoing it. I have no chances what? to go to one of those places. Uh, I'm getting. I'm going to Mexico, and I have like a jillion restaurants to eat at that I want to eat at, and I don't want to have shitty poops. <laughs> I mean, shitty all poops, poops are shitty. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait a minute. <laughs> you mean the adjective shitty? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to have the meat sweats on the plane well, on Sunday. On five in the morning, sweating yeah. my ass off on the plane. Well, that's well, that's why we'll do it Friday. I'll see if Sarah wants to come. <laughs> We should probably cut. We'll that give out. you. We'll give you plenty of time. <laughs> okay. <I'll> well, seriously. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Sa- no, Sarah's going to be in Pittsburgh for the marathon. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. And if you're coming in from Ohio, kind of like coming west to east, the tunnels always suck. Just Pittsburgh fuck tunnels you. suck. Well, fuck you. It's yeah, a <laughs> stupid tunnel monster. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Zach, here, I got you. You can yeah. do just salad bar. We'll just leave make, in the car. We'll make we'll fun of you the, the whole car. time, but no, no, you can we'll, do just... We'll, we'll figure it out. I was literally... Dude. Before race, 
absolutely wonderful. So, well, let's see what they got. Oh, Zach, you're missing out. Herb marinated pork loin, leg okay. of lamb. We are mm. we are severely off trap topic yes, right now. Travis, pull it pull it back to the point. We're gonna finish up. Lang steak. Travis already delved into what he's looking for. He's looking for cards for Urza and Delver. Um, I'm looking for a volcanic island and a ruination and random EDH Ooh, goodies for my ruination. My Vela deck because it is like basic lands and 15 cards away from being done. Hmm. So it, I'll have that deck that JT bought for me to start. Travis, uh, how much was that uh, challenge event? How much was the the challenger pass or whatever? Uh, it says 50 bucks. I don't think that's right. You mean 150 bucks? Oh, oh, you're talking about the Challenger Pass. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the uh, Mystery Booster uh, Challenge or whatever it was. It yeah, it's 150. It's 150. So, Travis, let's. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this right now. the The Challenge Pluses are 35 dollars a piece. There's one of those a day. Per, you can get into one of those a day. The regular challenges are 20 dollars a piece, and there are. Oh, I didn't like, know there was a difference between Challenge Plus and Challenge. No, double prizes and Challenge Plus. Oh, okay. So, I thought they yeah. were all thirty-five. No, that pass is not worth it. Yeah, probably not now. Yeah, uh, especially the reason I'm saying this is because if you don't get the pass, right, you get into two challenge pluses, you get into two challenges, that comes out to a hundred and ten dollars, and that gives you the ability to just put them wherever you want them. And if you don't use them, you save twenty or thirty-five bucks. Because I don't think you're going to get into... You could get maybe into... You need to play in six challenges. Six. I could, I could borrow a modern deck. I don't have anything built, bud. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Jim offered to give me burn. Oh, there you go. Sure. I mean, it's it's burn that's like three years out of date, but it's still burn. It's burn is burn. Very, it's not very far out of date, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I was going to say burn is burn. It doesn't change much. Can you count but, the 20? But the point being <laughs> that it's not a huge value. Because you're getting a playmat. Oh, wow. We don't have a thousand yeah. of those already. You're getting a, a card that you don't really want. Oh, yeah. You're getting a Path of Ancestry. Whoop to do. Uh, <laughs> you're getting some deck boxes. You're getting oh, no. No, I get it. Like, yeah, trust and, me. And that's, and that's the thing. I was just, uh, well, I'm actually glad you told me that because I clicked on the Legacy Plus and I was like, oh, yeah. 35 bucks. Okay. And I thought all of the challenges were $35. I didn't know they had a plus and a regular. No. no, no, no. So that's good to know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, guys, it, the Challenger package is great if you are on a shoestring budget and want to try to make your money back. Uh, I recommend taking if you're gonna try and make your money back in an event, this is the one to do it. And you take uh, at least two different formats worth of decks, so that whenever you just miss out on one, you can sign up for the one that's in thirty minutes. Yeah. Uh, Recommend actually three would probably be best, and you start with the middle one. So like, <laughs> uh, you go modern, standard, and pioneer, or pioneer legacy modern. You can just kind of like, if you're thirty minutes early for one, you can uh, swap out to the earlier deck and then do do like that. If you're a badass and you win all of your matches, you will have no problem getting into the same format repeatedly. But if you have to play out that third match, there's a very good chance that uh, you will not make the next one. Yes. Uh, what are you looking for this weekend? I I am looking for one volcanic island and probably two 
underground seas. Are we all looking for volcanic islands? Well, yeah. Probably. I'll kill you. <laughs> well, I can lend out the one that I get because oh, I'm okay. getting it. Why am I getting it? I don't remember. Huh. <laughs> Just to have a Volk. You're liquidating have... your ass, or not liquidating, you're diversifying your portfolio. I have two Volks already. Why am I getting a third one? <laughs> I thought you wanted it so that way you're technically better for other stuff with Grix's control. We had this no, conversation. No, no. No, we had Grix's this conversation control. in Philly. Grix's control is good the way it is. Did you oh. want it? You didn't have to swap it out of your like. Our it might right? be that. It might be that. Yeah, that sounds about right. The the underground seas are for that reason too, is so I don't have to swap them back and forth between different legacy decks. Yeah. Uh, just a real quick point of order, JT. Uh-huh. They are doing a mystery booster convention edition sealed every day. Yes. There's on one a day. One at two o'clock on Friday, where I will still be driving there. Yes. One at one o'clock on Saturday and one at one o'clock on Sunday, where I will not be doing that because I will be leaving at some reasonable hour. Yes. Oh, uh, you're not going to stick around all night for. Oh no, they're done at two on Sunday. Okay, that's yeah. not terrible. We won't be sticking around either because I have to leave early in the morning. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh um, no, but that's the last Legacy Plus challenge, two p.m. Again, we can, this we'll be is fine ex- for that one. <laughs> no, I know. This is yeah, there's why no, I'm telling you. There's no, re- there's no reason to stick around super late. No. Yeah, Hell, I think, I think, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure like all the vendors start packing up like early Sunday. They so do. literally, the only time to stick around would be to play some type of challenge. Yeah. And then, um, what was that? Uh, what was the last point of order I had? What was the last thing I had to say? Oh shit! We, did I talk shit on the Legacy Five K yet? Yeah, you did. I, like telling you that you have to win out in order because of the way they do it. I don't think I explained it. I could be wrong. Cut this in post if I have. Uh, but the event is designed in such a way that it is six rounds and with a cap of 400 players. And if anyone knows any tournament math, you'll know that that tournament math is fucking wrong because six rounds is for a max of 64 players. Um, And typically for larger events, you overdo the number of rounds so that you can get an, an appropriate top eight. This event literally means that if you want to, if it fills up at 400, which it's not going to, but even if it's lower than that, it's still going to be basically the same. That if it fills up, you have to win all six rounds to be guaranteed to get in the top eight. And if you win, if you go five and one, you are not guaranteed to get in, which is horseshit. You can't, you also can't go five and draw in because there will be more people like if you if people do five rounds win draw there will be like 12 people at 501 and it cuts the top fucking eight so yeah you can't even you can't even i just did the math you can't even top eight with a 501 well you can you can you can but you but, can't be guaranteed to top eight yes, with a 501 it'll literally come down to breakers so this wow. is horse shit yeah. you should not Spend your money on this event because it's expensive uh, too, isn't it? Isn't it like a hundred? Oh, 50 bucks. The 50 bucks, 60 50, bucks? yeah, 50. It is a stupid event, and your prize oh, and your prize support there is prize support for 501s that don't make top eight. Crazy, and it yeah. is 750 tickets. It is not worth the hassle. 
do yeah. not participate in the five Ks. They are stupid. You need to run unbelievably hot and play perfectly for six rounds. Just go do oh. challenges and those like uh, I think they had them. Those like little blitz things where you play like three. I don't know. Something. Who knows? What's this battle hardened thing? Uh, I was just looking at that too. I don't know. Oh, that's Pro Tour. Oh, it is. No, it's it's his Pro Tour invitation. Oh yeah, battle hardened. Okay, never mind. Um, it's a main event. Okay. Oh, main event. Yeah. But speaking of which, um, you guys were talking about prize tickets. Um, how do we think the prize wall is going to be this year? It was okay when Zach and I were at rest. Yeah. See, I'm I'm very upset with the way that they've started structuring it. So I don't know if you guys are familiar, but um, when they were GPs, um, they did have tickets. Back in my day. Back in my day. I got my. used to walk 400 miles. (laughs) I got my straw hat. Go boomer here. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so prize walls are actually really kick ass because whatever vendor was running the GP at the time. This was years and years ago. I know. Where they had vendors that weren't Channel Fireball doing GPs. Oh, Oh, I know. But, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, So it was was incredible because um, they would literally just like bring everything from their store and be like, okay, slap $300, or not $300, slap a thousand prize tickets on this, you know, I don't, I don't even know, uh, Volcanic Island and do this. So your selection was absolutely incredible. Nowadays with when channel fireball was doing GPs and with the SCG cons, it, it it almost feels more commercialized. Like, Hey, you can get packs. You you can get, I know (laughs) at at a magic event. Well, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying though. Like, (laughs) That you can you can get well I don't know maybe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong but the choices of the last one I went to was you can get deck boxes you can get T-shirts or you can get magic packs. Oh no, they're still singles. Yeah, they're still. Oh, they. Yeah. Is there? It's, it's yeah. super select. Uh, okay. Also, so the prize wall also does things like, um, actually uncut, uncut sheets. It's weird stuff. Not so much T-shirts. Um, it's more Wonder like I mean, figuring. special play mats. Um. Like weird promo sets, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, what was okay. the, the one promo set they had there for like twenty five thousand tickets or twenty five hundred tickets? I don't it remember. It was the but, uh, it was the special planeswalkers that were black. You could barely see them. Oh, uh, the SDC. Oh, uh, SDC San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. I mean, they're cool, but I mean, like to get they're that, that much. Ticket, but yeah, yeah, to get that amount of prize tickets, you have to like. Oh, oh blanket, people people pull, yeah. Blanket reminder, do not sell cards to non-vendors. Do not yes. buy cards from non-vendors. You will get uh, removed. Unless you do it like really under the less unless you're careful about it, but like seriously, don't go advertising it. That will kick yeah. you out. Yeah, you'll be screwed. But um but yeah, I just I remember when we had all those prize. Do you remember uh JT, which one was that where you got all those uh you got all those promo land packs and then sold them right back just to make yes. your money back. I, I do want to, I do want to talk about that. Cause Which, that was, a, I mean, a crowning achievement in my it life. Was, it, yes. it was, it was, it was great. You played the whole weekend for free and I'll let you explain that in a second. Um, but literally I had, I had all of these tickets and there was literally nothing on the prize wall that I wanted. So I was like, okay. And I ended up getting like 40 packs of cards and yep. we just cracked them all in the hotel room and got drunk that night. 
Yeah. Or no, did we? I think we did a sealed, didn't we? That was a no. We cracked them all. Yeah, we cracked them all. We may have we may have put together a sealed decks, but we definitely did not play in the hotel room. No, uh, gotcha. That was a different event too, by the way. That was in. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Uh, so my story, I I found a glitch in the matrix. I found an infinite money glitch, uh, at a magic event. Uh, unfortunately, they won't let you like loop through it. I was gonna uh, say let's let's rephrase that infinite money glitch. Well, no, in, in all seriousness, um, <laughs> I know because you have I to found, win. No, 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 you didn't. Um, that was the thing is I found it was twelve dollars to net you fifteen dollars worth of cards, and the way this worked was you would you could buy one of each basic land, one of each promo land. All right. Oh, that's and they right. Were selling people, somebody was buying the lands for three dollars a piece, and what this was at GP Pittsburgh, and I did the some challenge. I, I had the the channel the challenger pass, pass, yeah, which came with, as Travis said before, six tickets. I actually only used five of them. I got real fucking tired of playing, which is why I know that I cannot get one of these challenger passes because I, at my <laughs> prime, got through five and burnt myself out. <laughs> but i digress um so i played and i crushed like five events and with those tickets i went to the store went to the prize wall bought you know as much in basic lands as i could as i could and i went straight to the vendors and handed them uh 120 dollars worth of basic lands which they gave me cash for and that paid for my weekend. And then I did it again. And that paid for my gas and whatever else the hell we did and my food. Because I was literally out of money <laughs> at that point in my life. Um, but the thing that I found was there was an event that you could sign up for. It was a 1v1 event. All right. And if you. Oh, had, that's if, right. I forgot about that. dollars a person. Oh, it was $5 a person. But if you did it six times, it, it was. It's, so. It was $5 a person, two people go in, uh, you get so many tickets, and it worked out that if you did this uh, six times, you got uh, 60, let's say you got 60 tickets out of it, and those 60 tickets bought you 75 lands. And those 75 lands turned into $75, which you could then go funnel back into this thing, play it six times for $60, and then uh get 75 do the tickets again 75 so if so if you really wanted to you could and and if the people running the event would have allowed you you could have turned cash directly into tickets and then tickets directly into basic lands and then basic lands directly into uh selling them directly for cash at a higher value than what you put in um even I realized that while I found an actual legitimate infinite money glitch in the world, that I was not going to spend the time doing it. <laughs> and so I just played events uh, and <laughs> got my tickets that way. Yes. But I was proud of myself nonetheless. And those oh, basic yeah. lands were pretty sweet looking. Oh, yeah, they were nice. Yeah. They were definitely nice. And it again, this only worked because it was like the first time that they were out. Uh, and so places had no idea what they were worth. Because there weren't a lot of them, and as it turns out, they are worth absolutely nothing now, and I made bank. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I saw oh. a swamp. A swamp? Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a random promo, so I, I don't I even know. Left still. I have a random promo mountain, and I have no idea what it's from, and I'll have to show it to you guys. Because I found it's it probably, in like my bulk. I'm almost and I, certain it's GP Pittsburgh. 
<laughs> no, it is not GP Pittsburgh because I got it from the one gentleman at Clubhouse Cards and he threw it in his trade fodder because he was like, I just don't want this anymore. Here you go. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know where it's from. Guruland. It's definitely <laughs> but, not uh, one of those. <laughs> it is not a guru, uh, but I wish. Um, but on some, uh, we need to discuss a very important topic. Okay. Um, before we we move usually, on, usually, um, usually when Travis says this, it's something stupidly inconsequential. So, what do you got for us, bud? Uh, what are going to be our packs of choice? for our wonderful tradition of pack warring all weekend okay that's actually a good question because <laughs> it has to be we have to do at least one eternal masters oh yeah at no, least one yeah eternal masters is the, is the choice uh for mm -hmm. me right now uh, and if anybody's curious if anybody's curious we do do a little bit different of a pack war i know some people do i've seen a lot of different ways to pack war um like highest mana cost Ugh. yeah highest mana cost lowest mana cost um uh, pack war essentially is a bunch of people open packs together or two people open packs together and whoever wins gets both packs. So both people are still paying for their packs individually. I've also seen some people say, uh, I'm not paying for the pack until whoever wins and then the loser pays for both packs and the winner gets the cards. Seen a lot of different ways, but our way of doing it is we all get a pack. We buy it ourselves. We open it up. Whoever has the most valuable rare and foil combined wins everybody's packs so you could have like that ashnod's altar uh you could have opened a sensei's divining top for 30 bucks and then i have a foil ashnod's altar which i'm pretty sure my rare in that pack was about 10 cents and i could be like hey my foil ashnod's altar beats you and give me that divining top right now yep i, <laughs> uh, I beat you guys with a fetch lane that i called I'm going to be yes. honest, Travis, I'm not entirely sure that you would win versus Sensei's Divining Top. It's close. Yeah. It's close. Well, and that's the thing, is we always go off the same TCG player, what do we do, mid or something like that? Whatever TCG comes up on the app as. Yeah. 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 And um, and we use the same thing for both, so whatever whatever works, whatever works. And sometimes, uh, when we're opening more expensive packs, uh, we do sometimes set a limit. <laughs> so, like, if JT opens up a $100 card... Or a two hundred dollar card. Like if JT opens up, if JT rips a mana crypt, and I rip a foil mana crypt, there's times we always go. We'll look at it and go, "All right, so what's our what's our limit this time?" And sometimes we'll say a hundred dollars because I think I don't, know, I don't recall ever doing this. And I the only reason I recall this is because I won. I beat your wasteland with a Jace and a foil Chrome Mox. Yes, you did. That I also called the Jace, so I because, got a free pack. Yes, because wasteland was only like. $23 at the time and we set it at 40 Okay. I, I don't care what we open. I think we should crack JT's box of conspiracy that I have. You stop doing that. What? That would be so much fun. Stop, crack, stop trying to get me to crack that box. It's for an event when I have people I'm <laughs> JT, you have, live five hours away. This is the this is the time. This it is, is the time. No, it is for when I'm getting. If I ever get married, which I really hope I do, it's for bachelor party. Damn it, or for Rumsky's bachelor party, or something like that. What about the box of unstable that I have here? That's for Alex. Oh, okay. I mean, I actually have space now, so if you want to give those to me, I can take them, and you won't have to look at them and be tempted by them. Don't do it. Oh, I've already taken the plastic off of one. You have leverage now. <laughs> 
I think after seven years in Pennsylvania, they just become mine anyway. So we'll see how long we can keep it here. While that, while that is common law, it's only been two years. Yep. Five more to go, baby. You don't have a key. Yeah. So here's a question for you guys. And this is kind of off off topic, and you guys can edit this out. This is just more of my curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see they're doing a Raz for a pack of Exodus? What? A what now? A raffle. A raffle. Oh, no. For a pack of Exodus. It's 30 or $20 a spot or something like that. And I can't remember how, however many spots there are, but I'm not asking, I'm not saying, oh, hey, is it worth it to try? I'm curious as to any old packs like that, you could um, map the box. So unless uh, you... Not specific- any, not every old set. Uh, oh, it we wasn't? Need, we would need to talk to Alex. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's um, a lot because you can buy a sealed pack of Exodus right now for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Really? Also, Travis, according to TCG player, uh, let's gonna leave this in. According to TCG player, Travis, Sensei's Divining Top from Eternal Masters is sixty-six bucks. Ashnod's Altar Foil, thirty-five. Whoa! When did Sensei's Divining Top skyrocket? It's been up there, bud. It's really Commander staple. That was like and an eighteen dollar card. I th- I think I got that one with the stamp on it. Or no, mine has no, the so marker you got on a it. Card with a fucking stamp on it. <laughs> it says miracles approved. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you got a really really damaged card. Like eighteen bucks, I think. And it's no, not I don't just... even think it was eighteen. I think I paid it's... like twelve for it. Well, it's not like <laughs> it's not even like in good condition damaged. In the sense that it's got scribble marks and also got like wear and tear on it, but uh, minimum you're gonna find Sensei's tops for right now is like forty bucks. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I got mine. Yeah. That that, that one I got out of the heavily played bin, everybody, and it was heavily played. <laughs> yeah. like but it was like the only one they had left. What my Italian revised? Uh, I think I picked one up for thirty. Demonic I tutor, there. I got for ten. Oh. Nice. Yeah, if you're willing to get foreign cards, you can also get some pretty, you get some pretty good deals on them. And Zach is definitely willing to do that because I like doing that. <laughs> so also this weekend, like I said, we'll all be together. We're gonna have to record our our findings and goings on on a Saturday night. Uh, yeah, I will yes. have I will have the Zoom recording set up for us. Nice. Uh, I think we should definitely get some beers for it. I think we should finish this episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's and then, let's, and then continue let's... talking. <laughs> Let's figure this out. It has been three weeks. All right, gentlemen. JT, closing remarks. Yeah, I'm excited for this shit. Um, I've been enjoying my job, but I've been missing people. Specifically, you two fucks. Um, So I am very excited to come home and spend some time with my best friends. Great. Travis. Uh, I don't care about either of you. I just want to jam Legacy. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, that's actually like I said. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of getting together, playing magic, having fun, and even some of the best moments are going back to the hotel, you know, having drinks and playing our own magic at the at the hotel, and you know, getting sloshed and yelling at each other and being dicks, and it's it's just such a good time, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm gonna throw a huge shout out to my wife for. Uh, I, I don't want to say allowing me to go, but allowing me to go um, with 
Um, she's she, given you the approval. Like, it's, yes. it's, it's, she is okay, not just okay with it, but like approving of you spending yeah. time with your friends. Yeah, and it actually it worked out because um, she is actually going to visit her grandparents upstate um, so they can meet the baby. And so um, uh, she was like, well, maybe I'll just plan something for that weekend. And I was like, that's perfect because then I don't feel bad now that you're like home by yourself with a baby doing everything and I don't want to be, I don't want to feel guilty and so now she's going to be with people and having fun and spending time and it'll be a good time. Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah, she can take a nap. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm super, like I've been, uh, this is going to sound silly, but I've been looking forward to this for like two years now. <laughs> Ever since COVID hit, like it, it just, it put a damper on all magic events and then, um, and then I heard they're coming back and I'm just, um, it's going to be a good time. Nice. Uh, I am looking forward to hanging out. I'm looking forward to the drive up with Travis since he and I, Oh yeah, we're going to have a banger of a time. Uh, hell yeah. Which reminds me, I have to go renew my driver's license tomorrow. And, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the new, the new DMV is beautiful. I'm going to the one in Indiana near where I work. Oh, I don't. I don't know if that one's beautiful. I don't know if that one's more beautifuler than the other one. Yeah. Well, the kicker (laughs) here is, and let me bitch for a second. I applied for my thing for. They sent me the paperwork in the mail to reapply online that I needed four days before my driver's license expired. I applied, printed out my fake big piece of paper, signed it. It said it expires today, the twenty fifth, and. Boom, once you know it, they don't send me my camera card until the weekend. Mm. So I have not, I, I, like, I have proof that I didn't get it until Saturday. So if I get pulled over on my way, I'm just going to be like, officer, I have, I, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I, I drove for like two months with an expired license because I just kept forgoing to get it. Well, actually, it's actually a funny story. Um, I went to purchase alcohol. That, and, and, and there is that. And, and, and they oh, swiped my card. And that's I when have, I found out. Travis, but anyway, go ahead. A good joke for you to end the. Ooh, I'm um, ready. Let's hear there's it. A, there's an unwritten rule about dad jokes. Okay. What is it? Ah, because it's unwritten. Yeah, unwritten and unspoken. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> night, everybody. Night.